Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's most prominent media, we'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the Experts Podcast. Nick Hayes here. No Lardy Hill this morning, but uh, uh, I've got hello, a, I got hello. a, <laughs> I've got a pretty good replacement. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk media. We're going to talk to Anthony McManus, and a lot of you will know him as Tony Mac on Six yeah. PR. Hello, Tony Mac. It's lovely to be here. I'm thinking about that introduction. It was a fantastic uh, <laughs> introduction about uh, breaking a dam. You look at this body, Nick. Do you think you could? Do you think you could break this down any further? Well, I'm, I'm not sure, Tony, but uh, I'm glad this is an audio uh, medium as opposed to a visual one because yeah, right. uh, you're breaking you down. Let's break you down a little because uh, incredible media career that you've had uh, over the time. Originally, uh, were you originally a Melbourne boy? Was it was it Melbourne where it all yeah, happened? So grew up in uh, Melbourne town and, and uh, started working as a, a waiter. Waiter, yeah, and the way things are going, I might be back in that business very, very soon. Well, they're very, they're short of them at the I moment. Know, I, know. I think I'm going to move up to Broome or somewhere, Canada, uh, uh, and work as a waiter. So, uh, but and studied hotel management, and it was really out of that that I ended up on the front desk at the beautiful then new Melbourne Hilton Hotel opposite the MCG. There, oh, yep. where you always stay when you go and barrack for those kangaroos. <laughs> and so, uh, I ended up on the front desk. And you got to expose, you know, be exposed to a lot of people and uh, meet some really interesting people, from Rod Stewart through to Don Lane. Don Lane lived up on the 18th floor, uh, doing his program in wow. Melbourne, and, and then he'd fly to Sydney, do the shows there. And so I remember saying to Don, I'd always harboured this this great love of broadcast, and and I remember saying to Don, you know, really, I'd like to do some radio. And at the <laughs> mo- at that time, he was hosting the Brecky program also at 3UZ in Melbourne. And I said, I'd like to just run. He said, well, here are the names. And he gave me some names of people that actually train and teach during that time. Uh, the great Lee Murray, no longer with us, trained all sorts of people, going back to Mike Walsh and Philip Brady and Bert Newton and dozens and dozens of others. And so I spent some time with uh, Lee Murray. Uh, and then after about eight months, when my voice broke, <laughs> uh, Lee, at that stage I was about 20, maybe 21, and, and Lee said, look, I've got this uh, uh, radio station in Hamilton in Western Victoria, and they're looking uh, for somebody. Nice. Hamilton, I'm thinking, where's Hamilton? going to go through the Melways, Hamilton, <laughs> you know, to try to find where that was. Anyway, uh, end up in uh, end up in uh, 3HA in Hamilton. I was going to say 3HA. I actually know the that's Hamilton radio started. station. Yeah, that's yeah. where it started, 3HA in Hamilton. And your move over, oh, look, I, we'll, we'll dive a little deeper back, uh, sort of how you got to WA. Yeah. But uh, moving over here, broadcast radio. Talk to me about the love of radio more so than you are amongst it. You've been part of the the landscape here in Perth for such a long time. What is it about radio that you love? 
Well, I think it goes back to those very early days of a kid listening to the listening to the radio under the pillow at night uh, to great radio stations around Australia. I mean, you can do it far more easily than you could in those days, but mm. listening to programs that were syndicated in Sydney and Adelaide and Melbourne and the music, uh, great presenters, great announcers, and that didn't preclude, by the way, the ABC. The ABC was a different beast then, but to listen to some of those programs, Dad was always very much an ABC listener, so that was one of the back background news presentation was as good as it was going to be in the 60s and the 70s as a kid listening to that uh, but I think it came from that so the love of, of just that even things like listening to great cricket commentary yeah uh, those days where you, you know you'd be listening to the English series uh, against the Poms and the the sound effects and Ellen McGilray doing that amazing commentary and so it was it was all about great uh, word pictures, yes, and that becomes the great skill. I think we're, we're we're a little bit, you know, we've got too much option here, haven't we? These days, I mean, you think about all the visual options in Netflix, the online forums that are there. Um, uh, there is just a lot that is there to consume us that can, yeah. if we were to sit down and try and, and, and take on everything, we just wouldn't leave our TVs or we wouldn't be able to function or do anything. But I think that power of radio and that power of talk is, <laughs> thank you very much, the construction site next door, but the power of talk and that ability to bring mm. a story alive, I, I think if you've got that skill set, it's a very, very powerful tool for anyone to be able to communicate, to connect with another person just with the use of words. Yeah, and it becomes very important. And you're right about the uh, the amazing amount of content that is out there now. In the day, when you're just talking about broadcast, you were talking about a handful of great uh, commercial radio stations and uh, auntie in most markets around Australia, most markets around the world probably. But mm. now there is just so much. And I don't know whether you and I have even talked about Clubhouse. Uh, you look at what Spotify are doing now with their greenhouse where it's all audio, where people are joining those rooms from around the world. Sure. So you enjoy, you jump into these conversations where there are speakers talking on a myriad of topics all around the world, somebody in Germany, somebody in Asia, uh, a whole group of people in the United States or the UK, all on talking platforms. Yeah. It's amazing. It is amazing. And I want to ask you around radio, my love of radio is that I can have radio pretty much on any point of my life, in any point, any time of the day, it's there. And I don't have to be locked into that particular medium. So it's, it yeah. can be just in the background or it can be something that I'm diving deep into or it could be something I'm listening to in the car because I can't get out of the car until I f- finish the end of that interview yeah. because it, I'm just so caught up in it. Yeah. That power is – I just think that it, there is not, there's not many mediums out there that just hold you and, and hold you tight to – to that exact grabs message and grabs your attention yeah. to that point where you go, you know what, um, oh, in a busy sort of 15-second sort of goldfish world that we live in, radio still hangs yeah. you on there. It, it keeps you there. 
Uh, Mormil and others used to always say to us, just never be boring. So you've, you just never want to be boring. I feel sorry for some of the music stations in uh, in 21. I mean, you look at yeah. you know all the different ways you can listen to music. So you don't need to be listening to an FM music station, as good as they are. We know great people that work in that sector. Sure. But I think they're going to be in trouble going forward, I suspect. Maybe that's why a lot of them are moving more and more to a bit of talk, moving into the traditional 5AA, 6PR, 2GB, 3AW type market. I think you raise a really good point here, Tony, because I think it becomes, you know, because if you want to listen to music, you can just listen to Spotify. Yeah. You can just choose the music that you want to listen to and, and go with it. But I think you're right. I think that the, a lot of FM stations now are becoming more talk. They are becoming more personalised. And the personalities behind both the, the yep. presenters and their listeners are coming out more and more. Mm. And stand-up comedians and ex-footballers do such a great job in that space <laughs> that it's just, it's overwhelming. Or ex-reality ex TV stars. Or ex-reality TV stars, <laughs> who, by the way, have been doing really well for 20-plus years now. Bugger him. I mean, he started at the same time as Millsy and I. He's still going and dominates the uh, thing uh, here in Perth. Look, it's really, it's the landscape is changing. It's a great medium, and it will continue to be. You talk about that uh, connection, that addiction to uh, the information, uh, and that that's what great talk radio does, news talk radio. I think you said it was uh, background. Well, they would say that they're more foreground, so you are listening to it, you are engaged in the conversation, whether it be talk back, whether it be an interview with a politician or breaking news. As we speak, just moments ago, Barnaby Joyce was yes. uh, just won the uh, reappointment back to lead the Nats here in Australia. Uh, now, I heard that listening whilst driving to a talk radio Didn't station. Didn't get it on social media. You got Didn't it on, on radio. Media. So yeah. it hap as it happened, so the moment it happened, uh, the host of our morning program, Liam uh, Bartlett, he calls himself Liam now, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Not Leon. Leon uh, Bartlett <laughs> uh, said, breaking news, it's just happened moments ago, uh, new leader of the National Party. No, that's news. That's news as it's happening. Yeah. Uh, or you can cross to something that's happening live. Great talkback callers can colour all of that, as you well know. Oh, love it, Tony. I love it. Now, uh, you do have the Saturday night uh, program on 6PR. Mm. Uh, it's a group of... The number one no rating program. Correct. Uh, on a Saturday night live. I, I love it how you like to remind us, you send that out to all your uh, experts and commentators that uh, are a contributors to your yeah. program yeah. and it seems to be that your numbers always seem to go up when I'm off air and uh, I think I put it down to yeah. it so Tone I'm off now I'm we've, <laughs> we've had meetings about that in fact there will be more meetings but one of, so you do that we'll talk about that in a sec but you're also venturing out now into media training yeah media training is a space and I think you know to get that opportunity to talk or to to learn from you uh, what is it about media training that you're uh, you're keen to pass, uh, look, I, I pass think, over I think you know it's the money. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, look, it's something that I have, as you well know, I've resisted because like a lot of uh, uh, media talent, you, you sort of resist the idea of, you know, well, you, would you really want to learn from me? Uh, but I've been encouraged by our peers, uh, you and others who have said, look, you, you have a lot to offer in that space. Uh, I recently undertook a uh, program down at one of the major universities here in Perth uh, with some science, you know, these are highly talented, uh, gifted scientific academics mm. and spent uh, an afternoon with them. I think my little contribution, or in my head a very little contribution, in many ways transformed their understanding of how important it is that they get to share their story, particularly in uh, an on-air radio environment, and that 
that they were um, empowered by that. Yep. And if I could contribute to that in any small way, gee, it was thrilling for them, it was thrilling for me, and uh, you know, I welcome the opportunity to do that again. Beautiful stuff. And I think, you know, the ability to pass the baton too, like mm. just that, that knowledge and that information, those years of, because I think that's the, the scariest thing about media training is that people think it's very complicated. They think it that it's, oh, I'm, I'm more worried about how I'm going to be perceived by my colleagues or by people yeah. that really, at the end of the day, it doesn't really account for. But the, the key behind media training is just understanding yeah. what is it that the media wants. Yeah, there's that. And, and even the little things too, Nick, like people will often say, uh, and Mills and I did Bricky together for a long time here, and uh, we did it during those uh, times, but over 40 years, there's not one person who said, gee, I've listened to that back. I sound fantastic. <laughs> I sound really good. They will always say, oh, I hate the sound of my own voice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, you're not, you're not there sitting behind a radio and listening to the sound of someone's voice. You're really looking for the great information that they sure. provide. So get over that is pretty the simple answer to that. Just get over it. Get on with it. You've got more to offer than, you know, uh, a John Laws type uh, voice. None of us have, have that sort of approach or voice these days. Now, you, you would have seen it all. You would have seen it all in radio, no doubt. Um, what, what have been some of the big faux pas, the big mistakes oh, that experts shoot. and commentators make? that when they walk into your studio and you just go, oh, crikey, you know, because for, for those experts that come in, they've got to be, they are nervous. Yeah. Some of them are, you know, are absolutely petrified about what they're about to go away and do. But w- what have been some of the big faux pas in your time in radio that, you know, experts and commentators have, uh, have done in front of you? Yeah, look, I'm not too sure that's a faux pas, Nick. I think it's probably just... Uh, again, I refer to uh, my great friend and colleague, Bob Mormill, who would say you don't want to overproduce, but that doesn't mean you don't want to uh, underprepare either. Yeah. So as a guest of a, if you've been asked to contribute to a program, a radio program, you know, you would be encouraged to prepare. So you know exactly what it is, why you've been asked. You would also be really clear about some of the topics that you might like to uh, uh, about which you would like to speak in the time that's been allocated. You're entitled to ask the producer or the presenter, look, approximately how much time do we have? Yep, six to eight minutes, eight to twelve minutes. Great, I know exactly what we've got, and be prepared accordingly. Yeah, I love that, Tony. Because and that's a great message for everyone out there: is you you need to prepare, but don't overdo it. Don't become a robot. Don't become a politician, and a politician is obviously just set it, sent in there just to waffle off a few lines, few messages, and not actually listening to the question. But that over-preparation can also be, that might actually be what brings people undone because they just feel like they've got to get it all out there. Yeah. And also, to the time that they've prepared, um, you don't have a lot of time to do this sometimes. You've, yeah. you've really got to get up there and, and deliver. You are the expert. The media's called you on there. You are the expert. Deliver what you deliver. Uh, deliver what you're going to deliver, and 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 the other thing too probably is to be available. So if you if you've put yourself out there to uh, be uh, considered an expert in a particular field, make sure you're available. Now, if you get the call at, th- at six o'clock in the morning to do something on a breakfast program as part of a breaking news story, you would be encouraged to say, "Yep, give me ten minutes, and I'll be ready." Yeah, 
and be ready and address it inside the the perimeters of the topic. Read about it. Make sure you're ready to go. Make some notes and fire away. I love that, Tony. I do. I mean, the the thing is, the amount of people that I know that have missed out on on an opportunity. They got a call from a three AW producer for uh, Ross and Russell's program, and uh, they missed it. Yeah, and. I, I tell you, it's it's one of the greatest regrets they'll ever have. But it's it's not only an opportunity. Uh, clarify that opportunity. The opportunity is to speak to to potentially in excess of a quarter of a million people inside that fifteen minute uh, oh, yeah. break. That's you miss the opportunity to to give your message one on one with two of the best broadcasters yeah. in the nation. And to speak to more than 250,000 people. It breaks their heart. It breaks their heart. It breaks mine too for them. (laughs) WTF, what have I done? (laughs) Uh, I will share one with you. I did miss a call from uh, 3AW's Drive program. Um, so uh, that was one I was was in a meeting. I saw the phone go off. I saw it was a Melbourne number. And, uh, and I, no, I didn't get back to it quick enough, but it was uh, it was at the time of a COVID lockdown, and I'm going, I'm kicking myself, still kicking myself about it because you know that is one of the big audiences uh, in uh, in Australian media. So Tony, what else? What 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 would you like to deliver as a as a media trainer and yeah. as, as someone that's been a, a veteran of the industry? <clears throat> Um, what is it that you want people who, who've come to a Tony McManus media training program, what do you want them to walk away with? Uh, the word veteran, I love that. My father <laughs> used to tinker with veteran cars and uh, we had veteran Rolls Royces and veteran to Dion Boutons and, and uh, Buicks and things. And I'm now thinking I look like a 1903 to Dion Bouton. I feel really good about that. But look, I think pr- there's there's much is the, sh- is the uh, answer to that, Nick Hayes. Uh, but probably as you and I have been speaking, to, to help people demystify the angst around uh, performing satisfactorily in the media and doing really well as a media talent, as an expert in a particular field, to demystify that, but to encourage people to do it, to really feel mm. excited about the uh, opportunity and look forward to the opportunity. Uh, and you can turn that around pretty quickly. You know, that's not something you're going to have to uh, lie in bed at night, as people do, being nervous about. You welcome the opportunity, get excited about the opportunity and go full head and and end up being really good at it to the point where you will be called upon often, um, sometimes a little too often, uh, (laughs) to, you know, you'll be be thrilled and happy that you've done the training. Well, it's it's a nice problem to have if you're called upon too often. I think that that if... if It's good for you, it's good for your business, good for your colleagues, good for your friends, everybody wins. That's a really good segue to the next question there, Tony, because it it is, what does media do for you as a a business or as an expert? Because I think, you know, we all know that... uh, when you get the opportunity to present your expertise and knowledge in front of an audience, whether it is your you know targeted audience or not, um, you're recognised. You're actually put up on that pedestal for that yeah. one moment and say, we want your advice. We want your position. But do you, you see it, what it does for businesses and organisations? Yeah. yeah, and it's all it's – a, it's a, um, it can be an extension of who you are. It can be an extension of your – media and advertising plan that you already have in place this is just another add-on that for the most part for the most part doesn't cost you anything mm. you know you might do some training or you might uh, have to have a, a um, online presence 
to uh, promote that availability over time, but certainly we can help you with all of that. It really is about the the extension of that. And let's say you're an advertiser. You may not be an advertiser. You might be an academic from one of our great universities here at Western Australia. There are so many fantastic stories that deserve to be told. That helps you. It helps, in this case, say, universities and students. And and it's great for... um, you know, inside larger firms, larger businesses to boost morale from those that yes. are listening to it, from companies go, oh, that's our chief executive officer, that's our marketing director, that's our uh, uh, occupational health and safety uh, person talking about those issues. So it, it adds to it this great and heightened sense of community. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I recall back in my days when I was working for a little company called Reheim, and uh, when, I heard, when I heard my boss, Peter Ma on the radio, <clears> and, you, you know, he just delivered it beautifully, whether it was with Paul Murray, your good friend, um, our good friend as well, um, whether it be with Neil Mitchell, or mm. he was doing it with John Laws back in the day. He had all the key media he did. wrapped up. But also, to all the key brands recognised and saw what he was doing. And it's one thing to be involved in the media, and it's another thing to be part of it as well. And I think that just raises awareness, it raises profile and authority for the very expertise that you deliver. And I, and I always felt, remember, as a as a, an employee of his, I always felt proud, like proud that that was my boss and that was our brand being presented every single day. And it can be yours, yours yeah. listening out there today. You can be the one that is out there talking your brand, talking your author- your authority in your particular field yeah. because you just got to put your hand up and say, I'm, I'm ready to speak. And, and I think uh, there are all sorts of demographics out there. We can talk about that going forward uh, at another time. But whether even if you're listening to this and you're in, say, uh, you know, you're working on uh, a new app, at what point do you want to uh, talk to potential investors about mm. that app? You know, at what point do you want to talk to uh, people about using your app? Mm. And so there are all those sorts of opportunities. Uh, you, how are you going to promote it? How are you going to talk about it? Uh, and that could be a great way. And you should look at all those different opportunities that, frankly, as I said earlier, are not going to cost you a lot of money, but just really open up a whole world of um, options for you that maybe you are yet to consider. Wonderful. And uh, when you talk about money, it's not a big investment for what the return potentially can be. Because the return, whether it be picking up extra clients, whether it be known extra and noticeable. Extra, extra sales. Oh, mm. Well, look, you know, we do like a little bit of money. You started the you started this whole conversation, Tony, and wanted more money. But you know what? That's it. You know, at, at the end of the day, that's why we do it. We don't do it just purely for ego. No. What's next for Tony Mack? What do you What do you got on the horizon there, Tony? Because well, uh, I'm you're glad you've asked. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I I uh, I love doing the radio program, and we'll do some training. We'll have a whole lot of fun doing that. Uh, I'm thinking also of becoming a full time punter, Nick. A punter. Uh, well, I knew nothing about it. My friend for many, many years, Mills, used to irritate the living <laughs> shit out of me. Uh, but I've fallen in love during COVID. I've fallen in love with. Uh, horse racing. Right. Now, I know you're smiling. <laughs> so am I. Oh, God. But but I don't ever place a bet. Right. But I love sitting... It's like my Sudoku. Sudoku? Oh, I love Sudoku. So, yeah. right, so I do all the math around it. I do all the selections. Look yes. at the selections. Marry into the selections and my selections and the tips. And at the end of the night, I spend maybe an hour every night just calculating what, what I, you would have what, won. What I would have won. <laughs> 
and and I drive other family members mad by you know at nine o'clock at night I go look at that profit today would have been three and a half thousand dollars if you had just tipped the number two. Holy uh, moly! And so it's a whole lot of fun. Uh, I still do my, my newspaper column. You know I love uh, cars. Yes, uh, I have an indulgence COVID again. Uh, with beautiful watches and and studying and learning more about uh, watchmaking and and Swiss watches in particular, um, there is much to be done. And hosting lots of various uh, events around Perth, uh, we raised lots of money. I, I hosted a big event for the uh, Italian community last week, uh, WA Italian Club and the Free Metal Italian Club, uh, uh, and, and raised a lot of money for charity. How is your Italian these days? Buongiorno. Uh, Buongiorno. Come star. Is about it, yeah. but not not great. But I love <laughs> I love the community. Uh, and, you know, Pat Luca and others that raise enormous amounts of money. So, you know, all that sort of stuff. What's the future hold? Uh, as a grandfather, I just want to see uh, her go to her first Melbourne football club oh, game. Gee. She'll be a member. Uh, well, she's actually a member now, and she's just about to turn two years of age. <laughs> so that brings great joy. And the Ds. Oh, look, the Ds. Is, is this your year? Is this is this the Melbourne football club's year? I mean, um <laughs> Are they going to do it? I thought Russell, Russell, Russell um, at the big yeah. freeze didn't he? Yeah. He put the. He I think he put the kibosh on did. them. Uh, I just wish he would have shut up. Yeah, uh, getting tattered. As we say, the Melbourne Football Club. You know, we just we just uh, get rid of all the white noise and just focus on the job at hand. Yeah, uh, we will beat next week, Essendon. Right, that's all we're focused on. Either that, or we'll jump in our Land Rover and head up to Mount Buller. See, there you go. That's the cliche, and I'm going to come <laughs> over there and slap you. Uh, it's good fun, and, and Tony, we know that here, particularly in the west, the west, that you are Melbourne's number one fan. Well, Tony, great to have you in on the Experts Podcast. Really enjoyed that. No Lana today. Um, I'm sure that would have been a far greater joy for you. Well, you got me in here. Under false pretenses. The only reason I came in is not to talk to this audience, not to talk to you, the lovely Lana Hill. I know. Yeah, well, you know, you know. I had to I had to find one way to get you in, and if that was what I did, then, uh, yeah, no, we've uh, we've achieved that. Well, if people do want to get in contact with you, and maybe media training is something mm. that they want to go away and do, how do they do it? Uh, well, probably the best way in the first instance, maybe contact uh, us here at Media Stable. Or the Media Stable website, jump on, find Tony Mack's profile, find out where he is, and... Uh, and uh, put a uh, request a quote. That's how you do it. You jump on the page and you request a quote from the media trainers. You can also uh, shoot a little uh, mail to me, which is uh, Tony Mac at six pr dot com dot au six pr dot com dot au. One word, Tony Mac. Well done, Tony. Well, great to have you here on the Experts Podcast. Look forward to watching you progress with lots of other experts and commentators and get them improving the way that they communicate with the media because there's a, it's not like it was done in the back in the 80s and 90s, was it, Tony? It's not like you pick up a press release these days and uh, just uh, give them a call. Back in my day. And veteran, can I just say, oh, veteran, is a, veteran is a word of honour. I, 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 from a military background that I had, a small yeah. time in it, I look at a veteran as being at the top of the mountain. You know, not you, you, you did took a little bit of, uh, you took a little bit of uh, encouragement. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it wasn't yeah. exactly something, but it's okay. it's a great honour, and I, and I appreciate knowing you and learning from you as well. Well, that's it for us on the Experts Podcast. Look forward to having your company next week when we talk to another media or another expert. You have been listening to the Experts Podcast, powered by Media Stable. To get in touch with the team, head to the Media Stable website, mediastable.com.au.